0: Beyond the Cubicle podcast, a show where we focus on changing the way you think and approach your career. We do that by focusing on two things, mindset and action. Have a positive mindset, but you actually have to do things. We also give practical tips and advice on how to navigate situations and challenges that arise in the workplace. or social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at This Is BTC. As always, we want to make this an interactive show. So if you want to talk to us, you got stories, you have feedback about the show, you have topics that you want to hear us discuss and, and, and research and dive into. Um, if you have uh, situations that you want to give, get some practical advice on, hit us up at our email, podbtc at gmail.com. You can also just go to our Instagram profile and just hit the email button. It'll pull up your app for you and just send us a note right there. Let me give a shout out again to my hometown, Greenville, Mississippi. If you're if you're in the local area, you can also check out the show Thursdays at 5 p.m. at 91.9 FM nice. WDSV. Nice. Shout out to the hometown. All right. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Montgomery. To my left is my esteemed co-host, as
1: always. It's the guy that's been around so long. Not old school. They tore the school down. This is Eric (laughs) Kelly. (laughs) And we
0: have our special guest, friend of the show, Maya Morgan back with us. What up, everybody? Yeah. All right. Today on the show, on today's show, we're kind of continuing our, our series on communication and effective communication. Today's show is a tough one. It's a tough one for the egos. Indeed. And don't play yourself because we all have one. Today we're talking about how to give and receive. Positive and negative feedback. Wow. Everybody's going to know. Everybody knows that the focus is is is, is later where your ego is going to come into play. It's a negative feedback. Because yeah. everybody loves to be praised, baby. Oh, you're great. Everybody loves <laughs>
1: to be praised. You're so smart.
0: Now, you know, there's there are situations where you do kind of feel weird getting positive feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it feels kind of, you know, it feels kind of odd. <laughs> Thank you and shrug it off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just weird. Um. And and, and there's all kinds of reasons for that.
1: I like your shoes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Especially especially guys. Oh, yeah. Man, I don't know this, but, you know, women like shoes more than like us. I just thought I'd throw that in. That is the truth. Yeah, I just want you to know that. All right.
0: That is
2: the truth.
1: I love you, darling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He can't come home. Okay, we're good. <laughs> All right, how are we going to tackle this topic today? How we how we want to do it is we want to, is we got to cover positive and negative feedback, and you got to cover it from two perspectives, the giver and the receiver. Mm-hmm. Okay? So how we want to do this is we want to approach it from the perspective of the giver first, and then the perspective of the receiver. hmm And I guess what I want to do, I want, story time with E. Mm-hmm. Um, what is, I guess real quick, give us some, uh, give us a scenario uh-huh. or a couple of scenarios of, you know, situations where feedback is required because sometimes it's not necessarily required. People just give it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but situations such, at yeah. work where yeah.
1: feedback in a formal situation is required. If I'm a boss. And I'm managing a function or managing a process or managing some people my job that they pay me for is to direct the work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Feedback does not necessarily mean that you're screwing up. Mm -hmm. It just means I need you to go this way And you may deviate a little bit, Mm -hmm. but hey, hey Eric, I don't need you to do it that way I need you to do it this way, right? Um, and I need to understand if I work for you that's your job to give me feedback to move me in a certain direction. So that's any job. That's, right? you know, what you guys do professionally in the offices, that's it's everywhere we go. We're gonna get feedback from somebody that's in charge. Right, so what What about peer-to-peer feedback?
0: How, how often does that, in a normal situation,
1: yeah. how often does peer-to-peer feedback happen? Well, that's a cool thing, but here's the thing, I gotta like you as a peer.
2: Yeah, so true.
1: 'Cause and, and and I'm working this on my spiritual side. Mm-hmm. But if I don't like you and you're walking over a cliff, I have to pray real hard to tell you, uh dude you're about to end up over that cliff. Is is period
0: in the organizations that you've been a part of, yes, right, yeah, and I don't even know if we really dive completely into your into your background, other than That's scary, <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, other than kind of mentioning your your thirty some plus years of um, mm-hmm. of uh, experience
1: in mm-hmm. in HR and that type of thing, but I'll, I'll give you one. I've 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 been in in oil and gas the mm-hmm. last decade plus or so. I've learned more from peers than I learned from bosses. So right there. Right, right there, there. right. Yes. So so, so th- that's kind of where I'm going. Yes. I even learned from a direct report yeah. who reported to me, but he had so much more experience in the field. Mm-hmm. And my ego put that in a box somewhere. This guy taught me oil and gas. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as I'm thinking about feedback, peer whatever, receiver-wise, I need to learn something. Mm-hmm. Giver-wise, I need to think about, okay, what's the purpose or objective of me telling this person something gotcha um
0: so I get, we can jump right into it let's just go ahead and jump right into it let's let's talk about ways and tips to that a giver mm-hmm. should pay attention to when it comes to giving quality feedback and that could be positive or negative gotcha All right
2: I would say in giving positive or negative feedback. Um, one, you first got to understand your objective or define your objective. What am I trying to have the outcome be once I give this information? Mm. And that could be whether you are the initial sender of information and you had a week to think about your message or now you are the receiver who got the information and now you've got to send feedback in return to that person and you've only got a matter of moments to create a message to send back you still got to think what is the outcome that i want to happen so once you do that then you can send the message because if you don't define or identify what the outcome should be well now you're just kind of throwing random rocks random rocks being thrown hit random things (laughs) random that's nice you don't want those random things to be hit because you may get a response that you don't want
0: Get a random response.
2: Random response. And
0: yeah. that So what if I'm being messy? Mm. What if I just don't like this person? And and the objective of my feedback is just to drive them up
2: the wall. That happens more so in business and in yes.
0: relationships than not. But is that quality feedback? It's positive and negative.
1: <laughs> okay. Look, we go from the giver side, right? Yes. First of all, if you're the giver, uh-huh. and in spite of us, we're human, but mm. we're trying to connect back to our spirituality. If I do that on purpose, mm-hmm. and I'm human, mm-hmm. and I have done it, yes. but it is evil.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: It is absolutely yeah, It is absolutely evil. evil. So if I'm doing that, and that little voice comes in and says, hey, you are so off base with that, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I'm going to go back, and I have apologized to people that I don't want to apologize to mm-hmm. because that voice told me, you are so wrong. Yeah. So if somebody is doing that, mm-hmm. it is evil. If we do it, it comes from an evil spot. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that voice will will let us know you're in the wrong place with this because the purpose should be to make something better, right, right, not right. just to kill you. All right, so tip number one, what's the purpose? Define your
0: objective as the giver of quality feedback. Right. Okay. Right. Tip
1: number two. Try to make it a positive experience. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and and, and that's a... Like, for instance, how do coaches do it?
2: When you think about rallying the troops or getting um, your players to into what it is that you're telling them, mm-hmm. you've got to, one, bring energy. And that energy doesn't necessarily have to be high pumping, mm-hmm. but it has to be an energy that speaks mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to make sure that you're speaking to the person or people um, that you are talking to specifically specifically. Based on the energy that that organization or just that relationship requires, because um, when you do that and you're able to connect with them mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. they they accept your message better than if you just kind of again, we're throwing random messages, random comments out mm-hmm.
0: right, right mm-hmm. right. define your objective, what's the purpose to focus on making it a positive experience mm. three. I would say, use fewer words mm. with more meaning. Mm. In order to do that, that means you actually have to put some thought into your feedback. Right. You know, and you know, the, just like anything, when you when you go out of the realm of being concise and you start rambling, mm. then your thoughts can tend to run everywhere, and you might slip up and say something that that needs to it be said. It. So to me, like, that that tip just says take some time to really think through the feedback that you're giving. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something like, hey, man, you did an excellent, you know, hey, Deborah, you did an excellent job on this project. We really appreciate the effort that you put into it. Right. Done. Mm-hmm. You know, now that could go mm-hmm. sideways. That could be a longer conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. But it, it could be just as simply as, hey, you did an excellent job on this project. Um, we really appreciate your effort. Um, we look forward to doing uh, to, to giving you more projects and working with you like this. Boom, you know, could be
1: something as simple as that. There was a book out years ago called The One Minute Manager. Mm-hmm. They had a chapter in the one minute praisings, mm-hmm. one minute reprimands. Mm. Nothing long. Make your point, yeah. especially if it's going to be critical. Right, right. Make right. that one short. Right.
0: Align criticisms with the subject's goal.
1: I think we kind of focused on that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where you want me to go? I got one more criticism. Mm-hmm. Do it in private. Yeah. Safe face, man. We all got ego, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. I am about to tell you you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm in a room full of your peers. Mm-hmm. And God forbid, it's your peers and direct reports. Right. Right? right. Okay, so you got a little ego. We all got one. Right. So you got a little ego in the game, and I need to fix it. You'll be much uh, uh, more appreciative of me if I said, hey, can, can you step down the hall a little bit? Can we step in this little office? Mm-hmm. And then you're able to say, hey, next time you do this, you know, future it mm-hmm. rather than part you screwed up. Yes. Okay, I can't fix that one. Next time you do this, you might want to try blah, 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 blah. Right. Because yeah. this can get you the result you want. Are we good? Right. I respected your ego. First of all, you love me for that one. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. In private. Yeah.
0: So uh, align the criticism with the subject's goals, and in 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 giving critique, yep, right. Especially if it's on the, the criticism aspect, um, you're suggesting to do it in private. Absolutely, I have a story that I'm going to tell when we get to the next the next segment. But <laughs> I have a story, and I, I found it so interesting and so enlightening although I don't know if I'd be able to work in that culture but I'll, I'll tell you guys that in a second
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, do you have any more any more tips um there there was one more that I wanted to add That's but correct. if you have if you have some maybe we can kind of combine them
2: um, and this kind of just touching everything but speaking the language that the person will understand um, mm-hmm. a supervisor might be a little bit more educated and might um, be able to speak with words that aren't necessarily understood and not necessarily that you're using Big words, but you're just phrasing it in a way that you would understand and they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But if you speak in a language that the person you're giving the critique would understand, again, it helps them better appreciate and understand what it is, the message that you're trying to convey.
0: I agree. And I think as a giver, one thing that I'll add um, that probably should be at the top, top, top of the list is before you go into a situation, practice Empathy. Uh, you know what I mean Empathy is so big Again, you know, on this show we, Yeah, on this show we talk about mindset and action Right? Mindset and action Part of part of mindset, and we're going to do an episode on, on just mindset too But part of mindset, man There's multiple mindsets you should have And I just personally feel like Being compassionate and empathetic Is just two things that we all need to work on yes. In just our everyday life And also um, at work when you're the one that has, especially in the hierarchical system of corporate America, when mm-hmm. you have the power to be the one giving all the criticism for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Then I think that everyone should practice empathy. What, what? What? How is this? How made this person receive this? This person is dealing with this, this, and this. What could this person be dealing with um, that's mm-hmm. causing me to see this particular criticism that I need to give? Right. Right and just put yourself in their shoes and that should help shape the way that you approach and the words that you construct when you're giving that criticism
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know in my almost 14 years in in corporate america i you know i've, I've yet to receive a performance review from my managers that has just You know that that falls in that (laughs) in that enraging category. They've always been very respectful and choosing their words, and they've been very honest about the things that I need to work on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's never been a conversation that has gotten contentious. And I think that credit goes to both the giver and the receiver in those situations. Yeah. Um. So real quick before we dive into, no, yeah, I think this is part of the Uh receiver. So Uh one thing that that I that I know and anybody who's working knows this, most times critique within the workplace goes one direction,
1: uh-huh.
0: top down. Yeah. Right? It's very rarely lateral between peers unless you're working together on projects and you just, you know, people just have to say who's doing a good or bad job or who's getting on there. But even then, right. most of the time, There's not a, the cultures are not set up for us to give critique laterally Mm -hmm.
1: or from the bottom up. Mm -mm. Am I correct in saying that, Eric? Absolutely. Yes. To the point Mm -hmm. that when we do, there's a thing called the 360 feedback process. Mm -hmm. Explain that. And a lot of organizations do it because it's a clearer picture of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Bosses have always had the luxury of giving feedback and saying, here's what's going on. Mm What they, and, and there's certain, there, there's there's an ego uh, trap here. When companies started doing 360s, that means you are evaluated by your boss, by your peers, and by your direct reports, a 360-degree view. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out the bosses really weren't able to handle it. So what organizations did, they would go out and contract with a firm like mine's group, outside Mm -hmm, the group, mm -hmm, and they would do it anonymously so that the boss could not basically take retribution out on the people that said he was not good.
0: So it's almost like just a a blind survey to say, hey, here's this person. Your feedback is anonymous. It will not be communicated to X person. Give us your honest feedback. You're just a number in a pile with the the community.
2: In the PR community, we would call that a communication audit. Um, yes, basically we're auditing all the communication functions and you know again, in that audit, you're surveying how one you know supervisor is working with the employees right. that up and down vertical line and then also yeah. horizontally and just how that works and that would all be a part of that communication
1: audit. yeah, and there's so much ego involved there right now now this is what used to get me when it started. Mm-hmm. You're my boss, you have no problem telling me I suck. Mm. However, you are so uh, uh, weak that you can't believe that somebody that reports to you thinks that you suck. Right, right, right. Right. You know, and and that's scary a little bit. Right. (laughs) Man. It's
2: messed up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. And trust me. If you are a supervisor, this is not going to make you feel good. I don't care who you are as a supervisor or manager. Mm -hmm. Somebody that reports to you, even if you're a good one, Mm -hmm. somebody that reports to you wishes you would do something differently. Right. Yes. So Y'all married? Yeah, man. Okay, I'm trying to get y'all to go home safely. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Good, solid men of faith. Right. Uh awesome, awesome guys. Yeah, yeah. But tell me, does the person that live with you or the persons that live with you could they find some holes in your game? Oh man. They absolutely. find them and they give us the
2: feedback. <laughs> they give you feedback. They give us the feedback.
0: Absolutely. Oh. Verbally and nonverbally. Yeah, yeah. So n non- the nonverbal ones hurt a little oh,
1: bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah. I can't have you on that. we at work. I can't help you <laughs> do with that. We, we at work. Yeah, So that same thing happens at work. That's, yeah. that's the point. Yeah. Same thing happens.
0: All right. Let's let's jump into the receiver, then we'll wrap this up. So before before we get into the tips though, I'm I, I want to tell you guys a, a story. Mm-hmm. Um so I listened I listened to this other podcast called Work Life with Adam Grant. And uh-huh. it's under the the Ted uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he had he had a, a a show on how to love criticism. Yeah, and one of the one of the principles in his show, he he was talking to this guy named Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio is the founder and CEO of Bridgewater Associates. It's a Wall Street firm, mm-hmm. right? And back in the early '90s, he 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 had a, a successful business, and I think he it, it failed. And but he remembered one of the one of the things that happened was he received a letter from one of his top lieutenants that was quite um, that was quite poignant <laughs> in the criticism uh-huh. and what it said was Ray sometimes says and does things to his employees which makes them feel incompetent unnecessary humiliated overwhelmed belittled or otherwise bad uh-huh. if he doesn't change management if he doesn't manage people well, growth will be stunted and we will all be affected. That uh-huh. was one of his lieutenants talking about him
2: yeah
0: what it did though, it, it stunned him because I don't think anybody had ever critiqued him on that level uh-huh. right And this goes to your point about the 360 uh-huh. and how it's done anonymously. So what he did was he created a culture in his, in his new organization, mm. right, where there's this thing called radical transparency.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okay.
0: And he wrote a book on it. It's called Principles for Life and Work. Mm. Okay. But it, 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 it kind of touches on this radical transparency thing. And real quick, what it does is if someone within the organization has a critique of someone else, it's done openly
2: yeah.
0: with people around which goes back to our point earlier the suggestion was kind of doing it in private Mm-mm. he doesn't mm. when you're hired you're told about this so you know you know what i'm saying uh, and and it's up to you whether you want to continue or not. Mm-hmm. Right. People have often not been able to handle it after a few months and they've left. But I just thought that was interesting where um you know, giving and receiving the feedback and and he's not immune to it either. If you have a a, some, a critique about Ray, you pull him
1: in front of the group and you say it, and there's a dialogue about it, mm. it, it but''m I'm, I'm, I'm gonna guess that it's done positively. Not, hey, you stupid. Yes. Um, okay. okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. That, 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 that's the goal, yeah. right? That's the goal. But people
0: still can't handle it because there's that, that embarrassment factor and all that is in right. there. Right. But I thought that was interesting. Uh-huh. Um But and, and I think that kind of shifts us over into the, the, the receiver uh-huh. part of it. Because that radical transparency and us not being able to handle it speaks a lot to
1: our egos and our feelings and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, I I wanna look at it from a GPS standpoint. Mm-hmm. I want feedback if I know where I'm going. Right. Um, got lost in a foreign country, didn't speak the language, had a had a GPS that gave it to me in, in English. Mm-hmm. And what I was appreciative of, you know, we grew up over here with stoplights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over there they have roundabouts. Yeah, I have no idea what a roundabout is, man. You know, I'm from Chicago, bro. What is it? Yeah, that? circle. You know, roundabouts. You chasing me roundabout neighborhood. That's about. So we get we get to this one spot, right. and, and the voice comes on. Uh, 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 Exit th- at the third roundabout. Go to the next roundabout. So I'm roundabouting through this country. I don't even know where I am. But what I realized on that feedback, I knew where I wanted to go, and I saw that feedback as instrumental to my goal.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So now I'm at work. Am I, and mine, you say, you know, E, you're trying to get blah, blah, blah. Or maybe you don't even put it in that context. You just say, hey, you did that wrong. Right. I need to stop my first reaction mm-hmm. and go back to saying, now, where am I trying to go? That's what he it's what he's telling me, helping me? Yeah. And even if you don't say it quite right, so if you can help me get there. So there it is. Yeah. From from the
0: receiver standpoint, tip yeah. number one. Yeah. Stop your first reaction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because typically our first reaction is what. I know you ain't. Our, our first reaction is to react. <laughs> <I>
2: mean, <laughs> this it, is true. Most reactions have very little thought behind it. You just right. react. Right. You know when I send a tennis ball over to you and it hits your racket, the ball's already coming back. Yep. Um, but when I pass it to you. You have an opportunity to catch that pass. Think about like what you're gonna that. do. Are you gonna shoot? You're gonna pass it back. Yeah, yeah, and then you yeah. are able to make your next move. Yeah. Um so no, definitely don't react. Think.
0: Yeah. Tip number two. Remember the reason you're getting the feedback. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's 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 on I mean, that just makes so much sense though. <laughs> The the whole, pretty much the whole goal of these tips on the receiving side, right, is to get us to divorce ourselves from our feelings for a second uh-huh. and the ego uh-huh. and like really receive the feedback for the purposes being given to us. And I, I'll restate. And the same thing goes for the receiver that I said for the giver. Practice empathy. mm uh-huh. Because if if we if we practice empathy and we're trying to understand the person that's giving us the feedback, then we may be able to understand where they're coming from. And hopefully the tones are good enough. You know what I'm saying?
2: Two, two paralleling situations but work the same. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think about relationships, mm-hmm. you have a relationship with, say, your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, there are times in a lot of relationships that most people don't even have a definition as to where they're going you know i'm married Mm. but you know am i trying to be married for five years ten years forever (laughs) um you know what is the purpose yeah but when you're at work man there is when, when you get into that relationship there is a definition. These are the expectations of the job. Mm. These are, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. And and oftentimes they'll even say you'll have, you know, weekly, monthly, bi-weekly yes. um, evaluations Reason, right, right. where we're going to give you feedback. Right. Um. And so when, plus you have a manager who is going to, no matter what your position, you have somebody that you got to answer to uh-huh. that's going to give you feedback periodically. Um. So for us, As we enter into these relationships, we got to understand what the expectation of the relationship is. Mm -hmm. So even if it's an intimate relationship, there's still expectations there. Right. Um, And when you understand the expectations, you know that whether they're being met or not met, there's going to be feedbacks that are going to help make sure we're on track
0: with that relationship. Tip number three, listen for understanding. Yeah
2: completely because um, if you just hearing mm-hmm. you're not really trying to uh, understand or comprehend what is happening then you miss your mark you miss your stop and uh, ultimately what it is that you're trying to achieve you don't yeah. and then you're you know five years five minutes your next job down the line not knowing why that didn't work out is because you weren't paying attention
0: right So let's jump to tip number four real quick. Um, And then I think this can, um, these last two tips, we can wrap it up. Mm. Tip number four, I think, speaks back to one of our earlier episodes on communication, but the whole active listening thing. Yeah. So listening for understanding is active listening, but also ask questions to deconstruct the feedback. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, You're giving feedback. Hopefully you by this point you've stopped your first reaction. You've you've uh you've divorced yourself from your ego, right? And now you're really trying to understand is this valid? Yeah. Is this is is this person telling me something that I need to pay attention on and work on? So take time to ask thoughtful questions about the feedback to understand what that person is telling you. Right. All right. Last tip, and I think this is important. Request time to follow up meaning you've taken everything that's been given to you, right? Now you're going to go think about it, and then you're going to come, you're going to think about it, you're going to analyze yourself, do some self-critique, and you're going to come back with some questions to continue the dialogue. Because the goal out of all of this, the goal out of all of this, is not just to climb the ladder, but it's just to be better people and better performers, Yeah. right, in any environment. Straight up. Right. All right. So, this has been our topic on giving and receiving quality feedback. We focused on the givers and we focused on the receivers. Uh, as a quick recap, uh, givers: What's the purpose of the feedback that you're that you're giving? Define your objective. Um, focus on making it a positive experience. Communicate in fewer words with more meaning. Okay. Align your criticism with the objective and big time practice empathy, practice empathy. Um, as the receiver, stop your first reaction, right? Remember number two, remember the benefit of getting the feedback. Remember why you're getting it in the first place. Listen, be active listeners. Listen for understanding, right? Ask questions to deconstruct the feedback, and then request time to follow up. And again, I'll say it for everybody involved in this process: practice empathy. Yeah. Mm. Yes. All right. This has been the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. As always, you can catch us on our social media feeds at This Is BTC. Hey, for Biggie Eric Kelly, for our esteemed guest that has joined us again, Maya Morgan. Hey. I'm Brian Montgomery. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Biggie. <laughs>